Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about, with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Jean Marie teaches people how to release what is blocking them from living the life they desire. With the help of angel cards and messages, Jean calls in powerful, loving angels to cut the cords, holding her clients back. She also uses EFT, tapping, as a healing modality, and will describe to us how it helped to cure her of her agoraphobia, along with the love and support of her angels, of course. Good morning, Jean Marie. How are you? I'm great, Sherry. How are you? I'm fabulous. I'm very, very excited and keenly interested in hearing your story, your unique story about your struggle through some childhood trauma and how you cleared it so that you could clear a connection to the angels. Can you start from the beginning and help us understand what you went through? Yes, I was born with a cleft lip and cleft palate. They said one of the worst uh, they'd ever seen. This was back in 1936, so you can figure out my age. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of it, by the way. And uh, good. Uh, I had I, my first surgery was at 18 months old. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the angels were there protecting me because uh, my parents weren't allowed in and the surgery failed. <clears throat> and I got, they sent me home to die. <gasps> my mother said, you're not going to die. My baby's not going to die. But back then, they didn't believe that parents should be there with their children. And I just laid there. I didn't talk. I didn't eat. I didn't do anything. Just tried to check out. Okay. In, the, in the hospital? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in where did you grow up, Jean? I grew up in uh, Winona, New Jersey. Okay. And my that's uh, right across from Philadelphia, and I had most of my surgeries in in the hospitals in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So um, I had I must have had about twenty surgeries in my childhood, mm -hmm. and they told me not to cry, to be a big brave girl. Mm -hmm. Well, when a child is told not to cry, and they're really really scared. Mm -hmm. And they can't flee and they can't fight back. They will freeze. Yes. And freezing is a trauma. <sighs> a lot of them as a child. Mm -hmm. I don't feel sorry for myself. It was all. I, I, I believe that the soul comes in to learn things. Yes. Um, and we choose our, our mission. <laughs> yes. Call it. Sure. And so anyhow. Um, and I, I look different, of course, because back in the 30s and 40s, they had not perfected cleft palate surgeries like they've got it today. The kids that have it today, they have one or two surgeries. Yes. And I, I was also born without the roof of my mouth, and they had to reconstruct that. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, anyway, I couldn't, I was so scared as a child, and when I went to school, I was teased 
and I had a hearing problem because children with cleft palates often get um, their eustachian tube is not uh, not correct. It's kind of like kitty wampus. I don't know how to say it, mm-hmm. but I got a lot of earache, so I was hard of hearing, and I still am. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I couldn't hear the teachers, and I couldn't learn because I I had all that trauma. And I couldn't learn, and I felt stupid. Sure. And, and um, people called I, you stupid, too. They called me quiver lip. Oh, dear. That's okay. Yeah. And, now, uh, I, <laughs> I, I love that you're on the other side of this, but I can so, you know, relate to how a port, I mean, a child would feel. Wow. Yeah. I had my lips sewed together for six, uh, six weeks. That was fabulous. Uh, I was 16. That was really a funny time. Um, But I won't go into that. It was just hilarious. I'm lucky I was born with a very quirky sense of humor. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Go on. Go on. So you had a really traumatic childhood and were bullied and thought you were stupid and you were called quiver lips. And wow. So how... Was your uh, young adulthood what happened? Um, I was. I had a school phobia. I had a stomach ache every single day before I went to school, except the summers, yeah. and then I felt better. Unless I was going to go to surgery, um, and uh, I was sick a lot too. I caught everything, mm-hmm. but you know, um, I didn't think that I had a brain in my head. I thought I was ugly. Uh, blah 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 you know how how a person that looks different would feel sure uh so um i had therapies um i went to hypnotherapy i had talk therapy i had primal scream therapy um and later on i would say about 10 years ago Oh, by the way, I forgot that um, school phobia turned into agoraphobia. Oh, let's which, not forget that. I'm I'm really curious. You're the first person I've ever talked to who has suffered from uh, agoraphobia. Yeah, and you, it, you wrote you were actually a young mom. You married. Yeah. You married, and you have a baby, and you have agoraphobia. Yep. And uh, I was afraid to go to restaurants. I would have a panic attack. I See, it all came from feeling trapped with that, that uh, trauma of being frozen. If, if, if I had known how to release the trauma, I wouldn't have felt trapped. Sure. And that's what agoraphobia is. It's, it's a feeling of losing control. Yes. Yeah. And I was I couldn't stand in line in a grocery I I've left my grocery cart sitting there and run out of a store. Now you found you married. Uh yeah. did you stay married and you had one child, two children? Okay, what? I've been married 57 years. Oh, wow. I have a very loving, understanding husband. Oh. And, oh, oh, I forgot this. You'll <laughs> love it. The angels brought him to me. I will. I definitely want to hear about that. Yeah, let me tell you right now real quick. Uh, my mother said, you don't have to go out and pick up guys. Uh, they're not going to be your husband. He's going to come and knock on your door. And I thought, yeah, right, the man in the white, on the white horse. Yeah. But I gave up. 
I gave up trying to find a husband. I was uh, 20 at the time. Yeah. And I got um, Norman Vincent Peale's The Positive Thinking book. Uh-huh. And I started reading it. And I said, okay. Oh, and I was keeping a diary then. And I said, dear God and angels, please bring me a husband. I have a lot of love to share. Uh, yeah. And guess what? Yeah. Nineteen fifty-eight, uh-huh. right before New Year's. There's a um, oh, I'm babysitting my uh, brothers and sisters. I had uh, five of them, uh-huh. and uh, I said to mom and dad, "Go bowling. I, I'll, I'm going to be here anyway." Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there watching TV. I have a dirty sweater on, and my <laughs> hair's greasy, and the kids have left piles of stuff all over. And I hear this knock, knock, knock at the door. Uh huh. I go to the kitchen window and I look out. And there's this guy that I knew from this shoe store where we used to buy shoes. Uh And he's standing there with this guy from the Navy. And I'm thinking, do I really want to open this door? (laughs) And I opened the door and invited him in and we talked. And the guy from the shoe store was trying to move closer to me. And I wasn't interested. Mm -hmm. And the other guy, we've been going going to school together um but i knew him but i didn't know him if you know what i mean i knew oh, sure. who he was so anyway um the next day he comes by and knocks at my door and says, you want to go for a ride this is the fellow in the navy from the navy yeah <laughs> yeah and for the next two weeks before he went back to a ship uh, we just got closer and closer and we i got all the letters that he wrote me and I wrote to him, and I still have all of them. Oh. And oh. That, uh, that August, we got married, and it's lasted. Oh. And we have one child, mm-hmm. and uh, he's uh, in his 50s now. He's about to go to Switzerland. So the angels introduced you to your husband. You were hap- happily married, had a child, but had this trauma locked in your body so you were agoraphobic you couldn't go out and you would have panic attacks i thought i was i thought there was something wrong with me mm-hmm. and i was wishing i was alcoholic so that they would know how to help me mm-hmm. sure and then um then i heard about it in uh uh on the phil donahue show and in the good housekeeping magazine mm-hmm. and i started a group called agoraphobias Anonymous, Agrophobics Anonymous in West Palm Beach, Florida. You started a group with people who were afraid to go out of the house. Yeah, and I was terrified. That is so bold. That is so courageous. How, how did it go? Did you- I ran. I, we had to. Uh, we had to get a therapist. Uh, um, I I put an ad in the newspaper. Say and. Personal column asking if anybody would come to a meeting of, of people who couldn't leave their homes or were scared to drive or were scared to uh, go on the interstate or sure. anything else that held you back. And I got some letters that, oh my God, broke your heart. Oh. And I knew that was the courage I got. Plus, I know that the angels were with me. Mm hmm. They had to have been. Mm-hmm. 
because you were daring to do things you didn't know you could do. Yeah, and I was terrified, but... You were still doing it. Yeah. Because you had a mission, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that the angels and, and the guides were helping push me. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if I took on this whole thing uh, before I was uh, born. You know, the soul mission. Yes. Yes. Now, we're going to uh, talk about you tried a number of different therapies. You're there in the in the group with the other people who are suffering the same panic attacks. How did you find the breakthrough? How did, how did that happen? Well, the big breakthrough came when I learned emotional freedom technique, tapping. It's acupuncture without the needles. Yes. Let's talk about tapping. How does it work? What is it? What's it about? Okay, well, you've heard about acupuncture. Yes, of course. And they put needles in different places on the on the face or in the back or along the meridians. Places. Right. Oh, that's right. We have these meridians and we can tap on them. Mm-hmm. And there's the tapping points are uh, on the eyebrow, mm-hmm. the side of the eye, mm-hmm. underneath the eye, underneath the nose, mm-hmm. underneath the lip, mm-hmm. the collarbone, underneath the arm right above the bra point for mm-hmm. a woman, mm-hmm. at the top of the head. Mm-hmm. Those are the tapping points. And what we do is say, okay, I'm going to use this example of being afraid to uh, uh talk on the show today mm-hmm. and I would tap on the um, eyebrow even though I'm nervous about being on this show I deeply and completely love and accept myself and all of my feelings yes, yes. and I would move to the other one all the way down and I would say I deeply and completely love myself and all of my feelings we acknowledge these feelings we're not pushing them down anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people will say well if you're uh, if you're talking about the negative don't you make it worse no because you cannot edit a manuscript until you read it <laughs> And this is talking is, about the negative is like reading a manuscript so you can edit it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I acknowledge my feelings. Now, tell me physically, how do you experience it? What changes inside your body and in, in your whole zone? Well, everybody has their bodies. Uh, their fears or anxieties uh, show up in different parts of their body. Mine has always been in my stomach, in my colon. Yes. And I would get a knot in my stomach. Sure. And so I, I would measure, we were taught to measure the intensity between zero and ten. Sometimes mine would be a 12. Sometimes yours would be a 12. No, you said you were taught. How did? Where did you go to learn EFT? I, I heard about it, and I went to somebody's house uh, every other uh, Monday night. Cool. And then, uh, then I heard the Tapping World Summit 
um, and that uh, I heard uh, Rick Wilkes mm-hmm. uh, from ThrivingNow.com, uh-huh. and he talked about body pains. I have had body pains all of my life and mm. never knew how to how to help them, what they were trying to tell me. Uh-huh. And I heard him talk on the Tapping World Summit and I thought, oh, this is for me. Uh-huh. And I emailed him and told him what my, my history. And I've been with him ever since. In fact, I'm, I'm even uh, being uh, he mentors me so I can tap with other people, and uh, I help people this way. So is a combination, is it a combination of tapping and affirmation? So the tapping and the cord release, it, would, is tapping part of it when you're working with someone? I, Ta- tapping and a, working with the angels. Right? Yes, but if people don't want tapping, I will work with the angels by themselves. I mean, uh-huh. the people, there's a lot of people probably that don't, aren't interested in tapping and don't want anything to do with it. Uh-huh. So they can come to me just for guidance and I'll, I'll tune into the angels and we'll pull an angel card or we'll uh, combine different cards. Like if somebody comes to me for, uh, uh, relationship reading. Um, I have uh, a relationship uh, deck of angel cards, and I can combine them with the uh, Archangel Power Tarot cards and give them a reading. And it doesn't have anything to do with tapping at all. So the tapping is something I offer if they want it, if uh, they feel stuck. How do you connect with the angels and then with the person that you're about to read? Well, everything is energy. Yes. So um, the angels, uh, it, it just it just flows. I, I don't know how else to tell you, but it just flows from one person to the other. In fact, I do better readings um, over the uh, internet and on the phone than I do in person because then you don't see the person's face and see the doubts on their face. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you asked me how I got ready. I have a, a stone called a celestite, and I hold it in my hand uh, right at my solar plexus, mm-hmm. and I get quiet. This is before a reading. Yes. And I call on my angels. Please help me. Give this person what they need to know. And then they, then the appointment will come, just like with you and me. We mm-hmm. connect either through Skype or the phone. I even do chat readings. I can do email readings. I love email readings. It gives me lots of time to, you know, really listen and channel the angels. What is it that people are struggling with that you see more than anything? Relationships and jobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, money, money, and money. And is there another underlying uh, issue that people that the angels would like to help people with? Do you... Oh yes. If only people knew how much they were loved. Uh. Um, have you ever heard of Danny and Brinkley, the guy who was hit by lightning three or four times and, and lived? No. 
Well, he's written several books, and he was uh, unable to walk for a while after he was struck by lightning. And somebody took him to the mall, and he sat in the car just to get out of the house. He sat in the car, and he got very, very psychic uh, when he was hit by lightning. And he said, you would be surprised how many people are criticizing themselves, are always down on themselves. Do not think they're good enough. Mm -hmm. Do not think they're lovable. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that is so true. And so many people get into relationships where they're trying to please other people rather than being real and vulnerable. They're so afraid they're going to lose their the people that uh, they don't think they're lovable right right and they get into jobs where they think oh i don't really deserve this who am i i'm not good enough yes the angels want us to know that we are yes we are lovable and we We are loved yes Yes. we deserve our good wow 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 and that's that is an underlying that underlying insecurity that's why we are doing this podcast series is to help people see so many ways that they can connect with this divine love and your story and your technique and the the fact that you overcame so much trauma to be able to be a channel now for divine love and to be able to give that love it's such a beautiful story and i it's such a beautiful thing that you're doing i so appreciate it where do people find you online angelsloveyou.com is my is one of my websites and jeanmaury.com that's j e a n m a com, And we will have both those links on the page, on your podcast page. So in case people didn't catch it, they can just go right to your page and they'll have all of these opportunities. And then do you have a Facebook page as well? I have four or five of them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's great. Uh, My main Facebook page is Jean Maury Pullman, P-U-H-L-M-A-N. Uh-huh. And then I have one, uh, Angels Love You, Yes. Facebook.com mm-hmm. forward slash Angels Love You. Uh-huh. And I have a certified uh, angel reading page. And I have a uh, Facebook.com forward slash Jean Maury page. Right. Great. You're really offering something really wonderful. Because so many people do want to feel better, but feeling like crap means that I can't even get there to say an affirmation. So, you're, a, you're this is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing that you're offering. Thank re- you. Thank you. If you liked this recording and benefited from it, please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it, and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels, where you can listen and subscribe. Thank you so much.